Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top Chef Rehap Up. I'm Haley Strong. We've got a fun crew here today. May I say, another bimbo cast here, Latanya Starks. Welcome. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm swell. How about yourself? Swellagant. That's you know, how I t- am. You, you've taken lemons and turned it into a gallon of lemonade. So. I turned it into a $15 gallon of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Just kidding. We'll explain it later. Um, Kirk Clark is gallivanting the globe right now and cannot join us. Do not worry. We have a fun guest. Emily Sure. Hi. Hello. Long, long-term friend of the podcast and uh, frequent texter of me all the hot takes she has so all of I the just, hot takes and also all of the instagram dms of uh, where we speculate which contestants might or might not be dating we don't know emily is Ooh. very like supportive of my need for there to be a showmance uh-huh. um and so i just say emily i want a showmance and then she goes through everyone's instagram and is like okay here's who could be in a showman's who appears oh. who could not be in a showman's and then but when just, they can't be in a showman's they are in a very very cute relationship outside of the show they're in a long man's yes i love this this is how, like how they did all the detective work on inventing anna it just went to her instagram <laughs> i have not watched that yet so you know what oh. my mother has the one day oh, one day mama's on. watching this show I, I walked into their house and she like pauses her tv show and i was like oh inventing anna and then i realized she was on like episode nine i'm like yeah what's happening yeah and she's like, oh, like there's not she just there's like, not start episodes there's, there's 10, more, yeah she just like randomly starts shows on netflix and just like watches them like yeah. what kind of chaotic behavior is that it's Netflix behavior is what I, that is. I guess for like boomers, but it was just like, I can't imagine like just randomly starting a Netflix series that I don't like have any grasp of. I've done it. I've done it recently. All right. Well then I, more power to you, but Thank I was you. just like, my mom was like, have you heard this story? And I was like, well, I read the, the cut article about it many years That's ago. It. It's based on that article. The entire series is based on that article. People hmm. are doing that now. Wow. I can't wait. I can't wait for the Caroline Calloway 
article mini series. No, she's like she'd be too excited about having a mini series. So we're we're just not going to give that to her. Sorry, I've been obsessed with her like apartment um, yes. drama lately, and I just I get so grossed out. It was bad. The fridge scared me. Ugh. Ugh. Every part scared me. Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the latest episode of Top Chef, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yes. Yeah. It was great. It was it was like take me back to Top Chef days of old, only they'd never done this before. Yeah, it it did feel like classic. I I I I love the um I feel like we get it a lot in Top Chef. We obviously haven't didn't last season of, you know, the the market where, you know, you go to a bunch of different stands, you try a bunch of different food. And I love those challenges. I love when they have to fit within a certain theme, but they have some like room to play. I really love this challenge. You know, it was funny. No quick fire. None. No. Which was weird. Was it weird? I didn't mind it. I mean, I felt like we got the time that would have been spent on a quick fire getting to know all the cuisines and the local chefs and it felt like we got a lot more in the shopping section this time mm-hmm. so i didn't find myself missing it but it was a little strange to not have it yeah i miss a quick fire i do like i wish that we could have gotten just an extra long episode but that's yeah. just me you know where we have a quick fire and then afterwards in this other part of the kitchen that they unveil Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? We've mm-hmm. set up all of these different chefs for this night market. Yeah, that would have been cool because it was it was our first forty four minute episode of the season. We probably could have we probably could have done a quick fire in those nine minutes, but you mm-hmm. know, what are we yeah. going to do? Do you I think agree. they cut a quick fire? No, because there would have been a meeting no. or something on the table. Yeah. Did you think they avoided doing a quick fire because they didn't want there to be immunity in this challenge? They really wanted everybody to have to like fight for it. Doesn't have to always be immunity, though. They just give you. They say there's a an advantage that you'll need yeah. later. I'm yeah, sure. you get, you get to pick your cuisine, or you get to shop first, or you get a little extra time. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I loved, I loved that there was different food stands set up in the Top Chef kitchen. That the chefs who picked they they knifed they knifed their cuisine, um, <laughs> they knifed their choices, and so they got to actually go talk to people. Um, who regularly cook that cuisine. They got to try it. They got to be inspired by it. I love that because I feel like sometimes they have these challenges where they just get thrown into it and don't always have like a, a knowledge basis. Um, so I was really excited that they got these opportunities. They got to highlight some local chefs, which was really fantastic. Uh, I just love this aspect of it. It was so fun. Yeah, it's sort of the inverse of it is sort of those times where they had like to pick up country on a map on a chalkboard and there was just like no digital library yes (laughs) look it up on your amazon kindle tablet or whatever they gave them (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this was a lot better and i really hope we get to see these sort of local chefs again Um, my roommate i was watching with was very excited to see christine ha who was uh one of the chefs there who i guess also won master chef um so i don't know i I thought like the various chefs were great when we got to see them at judging and all of that. So yeah, I'm, I'm really loving the mixture on the judging panel of local chefs and former top chef contestants. Cause I think it's a really awesome way to, to highlight Houston um, in a way maybe that we haven't 
been able to highlight some places in the past um and really kind of get down into what it is we do enjoy about top chef and the locations of top chef yeah i think it was cool that evelyn knew all the chefs too mm-hmm. and they knew her which was yeah awesome. she's she's one of my favorites i have to say I love her. Of this season. She's just, a, well, I think a lot of the chefs on this season are just super adorable and, you know, very personable. And I like the little squad that it's Evelyn, Ashley, and Joe. Joe, I think. Yes. Have. Um, it's, that, it's just so great. Um, it's like Padma's Angels 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Padma's Angels. So. Yeah, Padma's Angels are great. Uh, so like I said, they had to draw their knives. Um, so we have a couple of different cuisines. We have Vietnamese, Indian, Japanese, Chinese, uh, and Filipino. Uh, so, uh, on the Vietnamese team, we have Evelyn, Sarah, and Jackson. In the Indian team, we have Luke, um, Sam. Is it just the two? And Buddha, right? Um, then on the Japanese team, we have Nick, uh, Damar, and they were the only two on a two team, right? Um, I think, I think yeah, so. I think they were, I think they were the only, they were the only pair. Um, and then with the Chinese team, it was Jay, Ashley, and Monique. Um, I really, I just really loved all the chef's approach to it. I love the shopping segment where, um, they didn't start at Whole Foods. They started at some local markets to really get some ingredients. I loved the questions people were asking. I thought Buddha was asking some really great ones. Uh, then he didn't follow any of the advice. So what was the <laughs> point, my friend? But, <laughs> like he literally went against the advice of the professional, which I would just be like, this is a slap in the face. Yeah. Just to yeah. seem like a, a good student, I think, was the point. You know, it's yeah. like, I, I care. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Look at me. And then the the woman who I can't remember the name of the guest chef that they had. She was like, he literally did not do what I told him to do. I don't understand. Which is funny because Luke did do what she did. Like she, he, Luke didn't ask the question, but he heard the advice and was like, I am taking this to heart. I am not frying this. I am just baking it. Because I am going to be smart. But Luke was, I think throughout the episode was like how worried Luke was that he was also making a samosa and Buddha has been doing so well and Luke has not being, been doing as great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also found it interesting of because they had to do the knife draw, it wasn't picking. We got a lot of chefs that didn't have experience in the cuisine, but we also, like Joe was on the Filipino team. I think there were only two on Filipino. It was Joe and Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just didn't see them that much, neither ended up in the top or the bottom. Um, but it meant that they all sort of really had to figure out what they identified with in the cuisine, what techniques. And then the ones that seemed really cool and successful were the ones that like melded it with their own techniques and styles and ways that were really interesting. Yeah. Although, um, Damar was not in the top, nor was Nick. I thought both of them did a really fun job at like, taking what the chef was saying but really putting their own spin on it i thought uh, from my vision it seemed like they did the best job at taking what they do and kind Mm -hmm. of combining it with what they do into making a dish but i was just happy that they did well like 
This was this is one of the rare episodes of Top Chef, and I hope it doesn't show in the podcasting where I didn't take notes um, because I started the episode and then instantly got a migraine. I don't know what happened, um, but I had to like turn it down. It's a weird show to watch when you have a migraine because like normally Top Chef is like at you. And I, I was just like, I just want to watch Down Abbey. Is that your perfect migraine show? It is. It really is. Uh, it's been my perfect show just generally for random reasons lately. Um, but yeah, it's the perfect migraine show. Um, but yeah, so I, I started watching and I was just like, oh my God, I just want everyone to do so well all of a sudden. And, uh, and like wasn't taking notes, just like cheering on people as you know, people came by as a, as the judges came by. So when those two in particular did well, I was like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, what? Like, what is this part of me? I get nothing <laughs> if these people do well on this competition. <laughs> nothing. I get emotionally invested and then I start to go <clears throat> and I go home. Um, I, yeah, it, it seemed like this was one of those challenges where a majority of people did really well, which was fantastic mm-hmm. to see. Um, and maybe it's just a product of being a TV show, but I felt like the people who are going to end up in the bottom were pretty obvious of who are going to end up in the bottom. I'd say maybe with like, um, I could have seen them throwing Joe in the bottom as well, just because they didn't love her dish. They found it a little boring, but if they, you know, if, if they had a bottom four, she probably would have been included, but they just had the bottom three. Um, so let's go through some of these dishes. Um, so Evelyn, she ended up being in the top. And she, like I said, she drew, drew the Vietnamese knife. She had made a chilled chicken salad with rau rum, rambutan, avocado crema, and sesame chips. Um, this looked great. I, mean, so I would have tried truly everything. There is nothing yeah, here that too. I would have avoided. Yeah, this looked amazing. The judges seemed to really love it. It was also the first dish we saw and I think set such a high bar for the night. But, oh, it looked good. And I love that she brought in the avocado crema, mm-hmm. sort of combining the Latina cuisine and Southeast Asian. And it just looked so good. Yeah, it looked delish. Um, would definitely have this. Anything with sesame crisps also, I'm just kind of like a fan if they're actually crispy. Um, so just put anything on a sesame crisp for me and tell me that it's, uh, <laughs> tell me it's cuisine. <laughs> I, like an old shoe on a sesame crisp. I can't, Ooh. I can't wait for that new t-shirt line to come out. Put anything on a sesame crisp, the sesame crisp line. It's um, going to be great. Sold only, um, at our bimbo cafe. <laughs> okay. Stop. I need a bimbo cafe now. <laughs> We need to do this. I mean, we live in three very different cities, so maybe we can make like a chain. <laughs> yeah. That's um, yeah, this and, and the judges like talked about this dish. Like they said, oh, said to Evelyn, like, oh, this is very tasty. This is lovely. And I thought we were kind of going back into the days of when like the contestants would be judged like right in front of their faces. I feel like that bit in the middle of Top Chef, they would start being like, all right, well, this doesn't have enough flavor and it's too salty and this and that. So I thought we were kind of getting back into that. And I was like, ooh, but we didn't. It was mostly no. just Evelyn who got this comment. Yeah. Then and then there were some people that it was very clearly just not great. And they were like, thank you. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> you oh, made nice. us eat this. <laughs> nice. Thank Thanks. You. Uh, Luke made a crab and corn samosa with spicy fig and tamarind sauce. Again, F me up with this. Please. <laughs> Luke is the one who cannot smell. No, that's Jackson. Oh, just kidding. It's the other white boy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Me personally wasn't going to do that. Glad you're here this week, Emily. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Darn. I think it's like karmically good, actually, that that happened. <laughs> the amount of times that I have been mistaken for other black women that I look nothing like. My God. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, this feels fair then. This is fair. Thanks. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I don't know if either of you watched Dancing with the Stars. I do. Um, I mostly watch the videos of the dancing, so I don't have to deal with the rest of it. That's probably the best way to watch it. I yeah. find Luke looks exactly like Artem. Who? So Artem was oh with, the yeah. Huh. He's he's dating one of the Bella twins now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find he looks exactly like him. That's so weird. You're right. I like cannot stop seeing it. Huh. Just like wow, he's a great dancer and a great cook. He's this such is a great dancer. Where do you find the time? <laughs> Where do you find the time for all of these skills? He tangos the foxtrot and pokes the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyways, they declared this Luke's best dish of the competition thus far. Um, I guess that's not too hard since he's only served like one dish so far because he didn't get the first one on the plate. Oh. Poor, Luke. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I think Luke is going to be one of our middling bros where it's just like he tried, he just couldn't quite get there. Yeah. I think he's going to be trying to live up to his like Noma pedigree that they're just kind of like oh, cool. I thought this would be better. 
It's also just a really tough ticket to make Indian food for Padma. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would just be like, no, thank you, and go home. I, I'd get, I'd get that knife and just throw it to the ground and be like, nope, I'm good. Go this yep. has been great. Yeah, See you thanks, in last year. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah, that is daunting. It is very daunting. I thought, yeah, but I thought Padma was like very, um. Like, even with everyone, like, I, I felt like she wasn't just being wild for the sake of being wild. No, you know? no, not at all. I just, it's just the idea of it is so, I mean, they even mention it. Yeah. So. Uh, Nick made chicken carage with pickled Fresno chilies, ginger, and peach miso sauce. Um, again, sign me up for this, please. Yeah, ginger and peach miso sauce sounds incredible. I want this. What's love got to do with a little courage? That's all I could think of. (laughs) All I could think of. And now I think how did you how did you get there? How did you get? What's love got to do with a little menage? The it's a lyric from um, it's that Fat Joe song. I think what's love? Oh, okay. Got that to do, got got to do, to do with, with it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great Fat Joe impression. Did he do Lean Back too, or was that somebody else? Uh, that's a Google question. It's oh, a question for no. the Googly. Hopefully, we don't get um, canceled after <laughs> this episode for <laughs> bad confusing knowledge men. of Fat Joe. Just confusing cats, men. Confusing men. <laughs> that's the tagline. We know who all the women are. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> what am I going to forget? A woman? Heck no. <laughs> I'm not in that business. Um, Jay, she she was our eventual winner of, of this episode. Um, she made stir-fried udon with Chinese sausage, Korean melon, and ramen topping. My God, yeah. again, please, I just need all of this. Yep. Can you guys hear my smoke detector going off? I wonder what Ethan's cooking. <laughs> we have a very sensitive smoke detector. I I can't even like talk about smoke detectors anymore. I like ruined a <laughs> podcast because my ceilings are so high and I and so I can't there's no way to reach it without an actual like giant ladder. Yeah. And no one would come and help me. And so there was just a smoke detector going off during like two podcasts. Oh my god. It's a shame. <laughs> Ours is in a spot where I need a chair to reach it, but Ethan can just reach it. Just living. Yeah. It must be nice to be over 5'3". I can't imagine what it's like, but... It's wonderful. It's great. Must be ni- wow. Okay. I get it. Just here with a bunch of tall people. What's it oh. like being a little portable little one? Oh. I can't reach you anything. <laughs> and it's like not even I like I have the thrill of like being delicate or fitting into delicate things. Like I have huge feet and huge hands. So like <laughs> I would and like my feet grew before the rest of my body grew. So like I'd go into the shoe stores at like age 10 and I'd ask for a size 10 shoes and they'd be like, no, like size 10 kids. And I was like, no, no I know my like, business. Are you joking? And I was like, no, and then they'd measure my feet. Oh no! Oh, you had puppy feet. I was I was like as long in the feet as I was tall. 
home. You're describing yourself as a hobbit. You know that, right? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do love many breakfasts. So, elevensies is the best. <laughs> Oh no. oh no that's not what i meant to bring about by saying i want i would wear a cloak a lot of the time though if i could i need more cloaks in my life considering buying a cloak I would wear a cloak <laughs> i do i need a cloak for um dungeons and dragons What's your character in Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, um, her name is Gloriana of House Garvey. She's essentially like <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Only like I don't have a dragon. I got to have um, I got to have a like was it a unicorn once. That was glorious. I'm. I don't. Hmm. I'm perplexed by Dungeons and Dragons. Like I don't understand anything about it. I Nor do I. I don't understand anything about Monopoly either. So <laughs> <laughs> I've played Dungeons and Dragons like I can count the times on one hand. So I I just don't know why I'm so into it. I think it's just because you can create your own character. You can live out a lot of parts of yourself that you wouldn't in actual life in D and D. Um, and you get to kill stuff and people like. I'm, I once commanded a troop through mind control to kill its own like troops. leader. Yeah. So like, are okay. So is the troop like fake or is it like other people who are playing the game? Or uh, it depends. It can depend, but this one was fake. Kurt's gonna listen to this episode and be so pissed he missed Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <I talk. know. laughs> he's like sitting he's there. Like, seriously, the week I was not yeah, there. Yeah, he's like, Haley, this is how it works. He's gonna text me and be like, Haley, this is Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry, Papa. <laughs> Do you think he's gonna listen? Kurt? Nope. Put a sign up that you're listening to this. <laughs> When you are a part, when you are a regular part of the podcast, but you miss an episode, do you listen to the episode that you missed? Me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, sometimes. I usually do because I like when they talk about me. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it really depends on how much time I have before the next podcast. <laughs> Ashley was in the bottom with her crispy ball of yeast pure and red daikon. I almost lost it here because I was like, if Ashley goes home, I am going to burn this place to the ground. And then I realized I was talking about my own home. And then you decided you're not going to do that. No. You're going to burn down the home of somebody in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. But like or like just go to Tom's home and be like, hello. Hello, Tom. Um, first of all, you look great this season. Yeah, Second you of look all, amazing. what the hell? <laughs> uh, Tom is such a babe. Like I cannot help it. Like it's just he's oh that smile, man. Ugh. Yeah. And like I I did watch Last Chance Kitchen this week, and there's a point in which when the two bowls were in front of him, he like put on his glasses as if like he wouldn't be able to see the detail <laughs> of the food. But I was just like, oh, Tom, what are you doing to me? He's so hot. <laughs> It's just, it's not, it's kind of like when you have a professor 
That's it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, that is the vibe. Yes. But like not one of those creepy ones that like knows he's hot stuff with the younger right. girls and like is creepy about it. He's just like a hottie. God, it's tough. <laughs> uh, what was what was their issue with Ashley's dish that it just like wasn't quite flavorful enough? I mean, her. Okay. <laughs> like the beef was tough. Oh, the, oh yeah, this this was the big chunk was of huge. Beef. Yeah, big old chunks of beef. Oh no, that was bad. And when when Tom, like they specifically when they because we even talked about the uh, former contestant who was a part of this week's episode. Oh yeah, hung. Yeah, yeah. We were specifically told to. Uh, talk about how hot he looks with his new gray hair. It's incredible. I love it. It's just first of all, the, first of all people are going to be like, does this bitch even watch Top Chef? <laughs> this bitch does. But did I know who Hung was when he showed up? I did not. Again, he looks very different. I did not. He yeah. does not look at all like he looked. And it wasn't until they showed his past season that I was like, oh crap. Huh. Top Chef 3 was a very long time ago. It was ago. so long ago. It might have been 15 years ago. It's like ago. a different show entirely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, in that era of the show, they were still inviting on, like, culinary students and food bloggers. Like, it's <laughs> different. Yeah. That Maybe was, that was huh. just season one, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, but season three was, like, I hung, cooked all this amazing food, but every challenge was just, like, cater a party for 100 Miami socialites and everyone was just like, okay, I guess we're cooking seafood. And then they got mad at him for not cooking like, fancier, more exciting cuisine, and it's it was weird, but it was was so good to see him back. That was a weird season. He specifically said to Ashley, hey, make sure this beef is tender, because these are huge honks of beef. <laughs> and she was just like, yep, yep, chef, got it. And then did not. And then Tom got the worst part. And it's and when Tom gets the worst part, it's just It's like the producers are like, Tom, take that one. Take that one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like <laughs> yeah. And then he takes it and then he's like trying to rip it out of his mouth like he's at um, Epcot with a turkey leg. <laughs> ah, the Epcot turkey leg. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was not a good look. I felt really bad for her. Yeah, I feel like she's got it like in the right direction with her flavors and stuff, but it's the execution and the smaller like the decisions on the type of meat and how she's cutting it and all of that that didn't line up. But I felt like. Where she was trying to go with it was right. She just didn't quite get there. Yeah, I was very much hoping she wasn't going to go home here. I felt like she had more to give. And luckily, she did not go home. Yeah, um, Can't break up our girl squad. No, no. I would be devastated. I, no. can't, I can't take that on. Uh, Sarah made chicken heart, banh mi, toast with liver mousse and pickled vegetables. Excellent. Like, great job, Sarah. Love this for you. She was just, just in the middle. That's fine. She's probably like, great. I am happy. Actually, you know, I was a little worried for Sarah early in the episode because we did get like a personal package from her where she talked to her boyfriend. Um, I like Sarah a lot. She's fun. Uh, she kind of reminds me of Stephanie, who is an all time yeah. favorite for me. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. 
she's really funny um, and just kind of self-deprecating. I was kind of a little concerned about the chicken hearts, you know, just mm-hmm. the heart of any animal. Just like, okay. Maybe it's just that they're so small. Maybe. Uh, Robert. <laughs> God, I love Robert, too. Robert's a, Robert's a thrill for me. I love Robert. Mm-hmm. So great. Uh, he made grilled chicken thighs with peanut sauce, rice, and fermented shrimp paste. Again, he was in the middle for that. I don't think we really got um, any focus on this dish much, really. <laughs> Not that I can remember. No, but I can't remember when he was shopping. He was trying to find where the, I think, the pe- the the shrimp paste was. And this is one of those episodes where you really see how important inclusiveness and diversity is in your casting because there are so many Asian people on the cast that they were able to help everyone else um, kind of figure out their dishes and figure out how to shop for their dishes. It was so great to see that happen too. Yeah, this season is very cool for its diversity. I feel like we're getting a lot of interesting perspectives that we really haven't been able to see a whole lot of on, on top chef. Um, and as much as top chef has probably been one of the better shows in the last 20 years for diversity, I feel like in that middle part, that middle part was just tough for them. They just did, you know, they just didn't always do the best stuff. (laughs) And there was a lot of white male winners there for a while. And I don't listen. I don't hate white men. I mean, I married, married one, one, so <laughs> that's proof of the pudding right there. We said very different things <laughs> while saying same thing. Buddha made a chicken karahi samosa with tamarind chutney and yogurt sauce. Um, it seemed like every aspect of this dish, unfortunately, was a, a, a was a miss for Buddha. Um, Buddha is a confident guy. He, you know, I feel like he's, I feel like he's almost like the coach of Top Chef where it's like you bring up anything and he's like, I've done that. I know. I, I stodged in an Indian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, I do like Buddha, but I really thought he was going to be the one going home, um, this episode because he actively did not take the advice he was given after specifically asking a question. Yeah, okay. and the chef's name is Chef Hung Hugh. I think I'm pronouncing that. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But I looked it up just so we would be able to acknowledge her on the show. And yeah, she specifically told him <laughs> what to do. Yeah, And then like, he did not do it. Yeah, which was shocking. Um, and they said the tamarind chutney was just too sweet. There was no balance to anything. Um, Padma really brought up that, you know, a lot of Indian food is about a powerful seasoning, but balance and like sweet, sour, spicy, kind of everything going into one. And he just didn't quite um, get that on the go here. Yeah, I did get where he was going on frying the samosa. He was saying it was sort of similar to a curry puff, which I guess that technique is you fry it. Also, curry puffs are like top tier for me in terms of the like fried dough pocket of stuff <laughs> uh, cuisine. But especially given that he was told not to and it apparently was raw on the inside. Oh, no, Rod no. Greasy is not where you want to go. 
on Top Chef or anywhere, honestly. Uh, Monique made rice cakes with braised pork belly, fermented beans, and fresh pea sh- sprouts. Delicious. Yep. I want it, please. Any pork belly. Just like, yes, get and it I in just, my belly. I want pork belly in like that size too. I don't want like a whole plate of it. I just want that amount. Yeah. This is the perfect amount of pork pork belly. You all can see this at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine, listeners, just imagine our fingers one to two inches apart. And that <laughs> is the perfect size of pork belly. <laughs> Should I start a meditation podcast in which I just talk about the size of pork belly and other various means? I mean, I don't see why not. People I, make money on the internet for doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I really love to do that without selling my items. Mm-hmm. Personal items. So Yeah, don't sell any personal items. I feel like there's a good market for it, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, Joe, <laughs> she had a lot to live up to as a fi- Filipino person cooking Filipino food. Uh, chicken tukino with banana ketchup and chili sugarcane sawasan. Um, they wanted more from this dish. It did kind of like, it wasn't particularly exciting to look at in a way that some of the other dishes were. It kind of felt like chicken on a skewer and here you go, have a nice time. Um, and they wanted more flavor to, from it. They wanted a little more everything from it. Yeah, this seemed very safe and thinking, okay, it's a cater 100 people. They're mm-hmm. walking around with stuff on a tray. I'll give them a chicken skewer. I know the cuisine. You're sort of the basic stuff. I definitely wanted more, but I'm glad. I'm glad Joe was safe. I love yeah. Joe. So, yeah. Banana ketchup too. Yeah, I would love to try that. Me too. I was so. Hmm. Is it like a sauce made out of bananas? Like, like bananas replace the tomato? Or because I, I was expecting it to be like banana and ketchup as I know it. It That's seems it. like it's banana is replacing the tomato. So it's banana, sugar, vinegar, and spices. Okay, that sounds oh. bomb as hell. And spices. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Mine's the banana. <laughs> kidding, it's the vinegar, obviously. I'm getting I'm getting more into vinegar in my old age. Vinegar is great. <laughs> where did I read recently something about like sipping vinegars I, I don't know I was reading about like being able to provide more non-alcoholic options and like like a sipping vinegar I'm like what the Why? hell I don't know it don't gives you that, that like tang of, I, I don't know <laughs> I guess I would try a sipping vinegar is, is kombucha considered a sipping vinegar kind of <laughs> <laughs> it can taste a little like a sipping vinegar sometimes. Sipping vinegar. Let me go- let me Google that. Sipping vinegar. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a th- it's a thing. Wow, wow. Um, please tweet. I guess apple cider vinegar. Do you ever sip apple cider vinegar? I don't. No. No. <sighs> okay. Um, if. Hey, listeners, if you have tried sipping vinegars, let me know. 
I'd like to know. Um, okay, back to the back to the topic at hand. Damar made ham hock miso soup with togarashi hot sauce. Great. I love where yeah. you went with this. Yeah. And like just ham hocks. Just take me back to my childhood, please. I please just think take it, me I, back there. <laughs> but no collard greens with the ham hocks. No. Mustard greens are bust. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I love the way he, he took Hamhawk, which is a product he uses regularly, and and put a, a Japanese flair on it. I thought it was really cool, and I was really excited by this dish, and I was a little... Did, what, did, they, did they have it? Did the judges have any critique about it? No. They were just like, this is so flavorful. This is delicious. I don't think they had a critique about it. I was surprised that he wasn't in the top because of how glowingly they talked about it. Yeah, okay. That's what, kind of what I thought too. I was maybe it's just that you know they only had the three yeah. um three to choose from. Um Sam, he ended up being our going home contestant of the episode. He made Sam Alou, which was a potato curry with pomegranate chutney. So his biggest issue, um, he had two issues, which was one, he didn't get his potatoes onto his cart by the end of the prep time on day one. What? What? I don't know. It's a potato dish. (sighs) Otherwise, your Sam Alou is just Sam. You're just serving yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Which he kind of did. And it's funny because then he he did have some extra potatoes to use, but he he grilled them, which was interesting. I thought it sounded good, but he had like potato wedges that he was grilled. So obviously that's not going to get cooked in time. And the judges were like, what the heck? And he never at any point in the broadcast admitted that he accidentally left the potatoes on the stew on the stew. My God, on the stove, and he had to pivot. He was like, "Yeah, I just, I, I, I really was passionate about grilled potatoes." <laughs> I was like, "Nobody grills potatoes," and I love, I love this attitude from Padma. We get it a lot. Like, yeah, nobody grills potatoes. There's a reason nobody grills potatoes. Well, I feel like that was a better thing for him to say than. So I was rewatching the episode to take notes and I caught something that I missed on the first watch that made me very angry in which he said that there's only one dish in Indian cuisine that he really appreciates, which is vindaloo, which is wild to me as someone who has struggles whenever I order Indian food on deciding one thing to order. (laughs) It's all so good. And to just decide that I don't appreciate anything. Anything Vindaloo? Are you kidding me? No. This was one of the this was the episode where Sam's personality like was a little bit wearing. I I every other episode I was like, "Oh, great. He's so uh like out there and excited. positive yeah. and like excited about things." Yeah, at that like that. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> no one can see it. <laughs> if only um, we could we had the power to make gifts to go along yeah, with exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. We we need that power actually. Um, but yeah, it was just but this time he was just like, "What? <laughs> I grilled the potatoes on this tiny little like nothing of a grill." This was like a like a what uh, an easy bake oven yeah it was like my waffle maker that i used this morning that's what it reminded me of you just like plug it in and go like sizzle 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 like and that's it (laughs) (laughs) at least barbecue it man like throw it on a barbecue yeah put those potatoes on the barbie 
Yeah, no, it just seemed like such a mess. And he like oversimplified the cuisine and was like, okay, well, Alu is potato and I am Sam. <laughs> so Sam Alu. And it just, it didn't feel like he actually took the time to really listen and appreciate and like understand the cuisine again, because he only appreciates one dish in this entire scene. Uh-oh. And it just, uh, still regret saying that. I hope so. It's probably not even true. Just like it's yeah. not true that <laughs> this was his first idea. Yeah, is it potatoes, man? He was, yeah, he was hardcore pivoting, in which I can appreciate a pivot and, like, you know, I don't know, but it was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt like there's like some sort of like, I don't know, he's like, I'm in it to learn. I'm like, I'm grateful for any experience, but then when he actually has the opportunity to learn, he wasn't like willing to almost. Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah, they just didn't love this dish. It just did not work. Um, I don't know. Again, maybe it was the right call to send him home. I kind of thought it was going to be Buddha for sure, but I don't know. Sam, poor Sam. Um, and then Jackson brings us home, uh, with his fresh spring roll with sausage, shallot, and faux reduction sauce, dipping sauce, excuse me. Um, and Jackson, it's been it's been a little bit of a, a story this season that he had COVID a couple months before this, and he had lost his sense of taste and smell, and the taste is coming back a little bit, but the smell's still gone, and that's the majority of the tasting. Um, so he has been getting other chefs to taste his dishes. Has he like mentioned it to anyone that he can't taste or smell? Is he kind of just keeping it under wraps from all the other chef testings? I think that I don't think I've seen him mention it to anybody. Yeah, I don't know if he's mentioned it either, maybe just in passing or in the sort of when they hang out in the little hotel lobby area that they linger <laughs> in. Um, but it doesn't seem like he's at least told the or the judges yet. But it seems like he's doing fine. Um, yeah, I think he clearly understands cooking and flavor and technique and enough to build those flavors without really being able to tell that they're there and. Yeah, and yeah. I I thought his reduction dipping sauce of the the fa sorry the fa I mispronounced it earlier it was brilliant and fun and they all the judges also loved loved that move. Yeah, it also was such a smart way of thinking for the challenge of just like everyone's walking around with a plate. Um, these little night markets you can't walk around with a big bowl of soup. How do I integrate that flavor and that technique in an exciting way that actually works for? Mm-hmm what this requires and it looks so good it looks so yeah good. it looks everything really like good. i would have i would have oh this would have been a dream challenge to attend i would have eaten every single thing with thrill in my heart mm-hmm. even the samalu yes yes i would okay I, what am i gonna am i gonna say no to a potato dish do i look like i've ever said no to a potato <laughs> i haven't never once nor will i ever do I look like I've ever said no to a potato? <laughs> oh, Lord. I accidentally turned up my sound to 100% and now it won't go down. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I think I leaned on something. Do I sound too loud now? No. Okay, cool. No. Well, well, we'll just go with it then. We'll just see. We'll just see. 
I don't know what happened. What a te- I'm not good at technical stuff. It just keeps like I'll drag it down and then it just goes all the way back up. Are we gonna keep this in? Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you mean are we gonna keep it in? Why wouldn't I? Oh wait, did I hit something on my headphones, do you think? I don't know. Anyway. Whatever. As long as it doesn't sound bad. No, I'm, it sounds fine. That I'm yep. then I'm then I'm fine too. But I can like hear my own voice now. Ooh, it's so weird. Anyway. Um so yeah, we say goodbye to Sam. We say au revoir to Sam here. Um he was a fun character, but you know what? I don't know. We'll see. It was it was it was interesting. What do you what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, this was just tough. This was a this was a this was one of those ones where I was like, okay, well, I, I think I just get to enjoy the night market because I can kind of tell who's going home because he left his potatoes just like <laughs> yeah, a boiling. It like and no point throughout the episode was I like not thinking Sam had the potential to go home. Yeah. Like, I was a little bit scared about Ashley going home. Then I was like, oh, wait, those potatoes, they're still boiling somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, like, what was the game plan? Was he just going to let them boil throughout the night? Also, I got my sound to be normal. (laughs) Update for everyone. I don't know what I did. Don't know. Anyway, Sam, happy trails, bud. Feel free to come on the show. Yeah, call obviously us. you're listening. <laughs> I wonder if anyone is listening. Like anyone at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like my, our most loyal listener, Emily, is here today. So yeah. So, oops. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, last chance kitchen. Guess who actually watched it this week? Ooh, that's exciting. Latanya, did you watch it? I did. Did you love it? You did. I did. You you know what? I don't know why I just expected you not to watch it. Why? (laughs) Didn't we both forget last week? No. (laughs) You didn't forget to watch it last week? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) See, when daddy's away, the bimbo play and they. Also have to lead the discussion of Last Chance Kitchen. We're calling him Papa on the air. Oh, sorry. Papa. <laughs> sorry, I forgot. 
Boxing Class. Just kidding. Hi, Kurt. Um, <laughs> so Last Chance Kitchen, I like when they do the Last Chance Kitchen of we're talking about the ingredient you messed up. So yeah. um, Tom was very excited to say that the game is called Oh, see, I did it again. It must be me touching my microphone that I just, oh gosh, darn it. Um, pot- oh, potato, no, you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love being able to say that oh, in a recorded manner. Yeah, that was, I just like it when Tom's happy, you know? It's like the way he just enunciated every syllable. <laughs> oh no you didn't. you didn't it's like he was the star of a Bridgerton novel <laughs> sorry um, yeah I don't watch Downton Abbey I'm not that classy I only F with Bridgerton of oh which. I've you seen see Bridgerton that? yeah it's uh, I I finished another one of the books this morning that I had already read yeah <laughs> I haven't read any new books in the year of 2022 I've only reread Bridgerton books <laughs> <laughs> which is embarrassing on my part whatever let me see if okay. it comes out this week I'm as long as you're re- it comes out this week the 25th oh. yeah oh, wow. it just bridgerton is a lot you know it's a lot well the thing is i didn't love the first season nor did i love the first book but i really love the second book so i'm oh, okay. really excited about the second season great i'm excited whatever um so last chance kitchen Potato, no, you didn't. Um, so they actually do oh, a little bit of I a can't draft. Believe it. I'm sorry. Okay, why is that the name of this challenge? What is a be- better potato pun for you? I don't need a potato pun. <laughs> excuse, excuse me? What you, I'm sorry. No, I haven't said no to a pa- potato, nor have I ever said no to a potato pun. <laughs> I just don't need a potato pun. It's just like... <laughs> The name of this week's challenge is Sam Messed Up Potatoes. <laughs> now we're, we're going to do them again. That's, like, that is a pretty good name. Uh, so they draft five ingredients and tools. not the, Five altogether, not five ingredients and five tools. Make a potato dish. This, and then the other person can't use the other things. Nor once the draft is over, they can't use anything else. Kirk's much better at explaining Last Chance Kitchen than yeah. I am. <laughs> Um, so Leah, because she won last week, she got to go first. She picked the bacon and Sam chose a fryer. Leah wanted onions. Sam wanted butter. Leah chose the mandolin. Sam took garlic. Uh, Leah then chose a peeler. Sam took cheese. Leah took cream and Sam chose the grill. He's not it's it's like Sam doesn't know when to accept that things sometimes don't work or he was kind of getting on Leah's case in the confessionals about doing something that's that she's done before or she like knows well um, and he's just going all out but the thing is sometimes things work because or like you know they work because they work and sometimes when you're doing new things it doesn't always work it takes time to like get it to the working point and I, I felt like Leah's dish was interesting enough that it wasn't just like here's a hash served at your local diner like I thought the sweet potatoes were beautiful she used so many different colors the poached egg mm-hmm. was perfect she added kale the seasoning Tom said was perfect or Sam just kind of he went like how many kinds of potatoes can I make 
75 great let's do that let's yeah. make sauce let's fry them let's do this let's do that it's just like nothing was focused enough and tom said he loved the dish but it was just greasy yeah it seems like sam was obsessed with like the challenge and not the dish yes um exactly. and you have to obsess over the dish in order to win to make it to the like that's the whole point of last chance kitchen is you just need to win yeah um and he was just so like i'm gonna make the craziest potato dish i can possibly do and use them again 75 ways and leo is just like i'm gonna make a damn good potato dish that i know how to make yeah that i know is good and also you know it's a little bit inside baseball that tom loves breakfast he just he loves a breakfast dish on last chance kitchen and he loves a perfectly poached egg. That's just like, I feel like that's the way to his heart. And so now I'm going to learn how to poach eggs. I mean, it's the way to my heart. So <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need some more poached eggs in my life. We were for a while, like poaching them in muffin tins, but it just is not as good. Huh. Not as good. And that's Last Chance Kitchen. Well, I guess it's not Leah wins. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that's that part. It. Sam was disappointed. He he was like, I'm just shocked. It's like he never expected that it wasn't in the cards for him to win it just because he did the most creative thing. But like you guys said, it's not about most creative. It's the best dish. And Leah made the best dish. And I'm excited to see her um, keep on tracking here in Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah. He's like, but I had the most potatoes. <laughs> yeah, it's like not, it's not a competition of how many potatoes you use. I do think he'll be fun in the peanut gallery. And I'm really liking Leah on Last Chance Kitchen. She's giving me Sasha vibes of just like early boot, Uh, kind of finding her footing there, especially as someone who got booted when she was clearly not finding her footing on the show, given other circumstances. So I'm glad it was way less black. So loving it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think we'll have like a mid a midway through Last Chance Kitchen comeback? I think oh. so. Did we, we have one last season? We usually do. We have a double boot next week. Oh, uh, oh, so I don't no. know if it'll be after that. Immediately after. I'm also not sure if they'll do the thing where it's like only one person leaves Last Chance Kitchen, but two will mm-hmm. stay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then eventually they all sort of compete to come back. But usually they come back either before or after Restaurant Wars. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah, How many people are we at right now? 13? 12? 10? 9? Niner. No, wow, we're at 9 already. No, I don't know. Let's see. 12. We're at 12. 12 people left. Yes, because we have uh, teams next week. Yeah, and we're losing a whole team. Which, honestly, I don't mind when we lose a whole team. Like, you know, we'll see. Actually, you know what? Knock on wood, because it's probably going to be like two of my favorite people are teaching yeah. me and they go, oh, calm down. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for Last Chance Kitchen. Any other comments about that? Um, more Tom. Just. Yeah, I would have to agree with that statement. You know? Yeah. I'm glad. More, I'm, more I'm glad Tom. Last Chance Kitchen exists so we can get more Tom. Yeah. Yeah. More Tom like tasting things and then like making an indiscernible face and you're just like, oh, I guess my life is over. And he's like, that was delicious. And you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, more of that. Yeah. Definitely more of that. Yeah. Well, Latanya, what did you eat this week that you liked? 
Um, for the first time, I just had to like look this up on my phone because I was like, "Oh, you'll talk about this." <laughs> when I was eating it, I was like, "You'll talk <laughs> about this on Last Chance Kitchen or whatever it is we're doing here." And <laughs> and then I was like, "What was that that I ate that I thought I would talk about?" So I've never had duck fat fries before. <gasps> Speaking <laughs> of potatoes, <laughs> very potato centric. Um, <laughs> um, episode of this show. So yeah, I had um food from this one restaurant that I've never had food from before. And at the time it was happening, I was just like, yes, this is amazing. And then my stomach was like, potato, no, you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the night. So oh, we'll God. see if I ever order here from here again. But it was fun at the time. So I had duck fat fries, but I was also just like, they also had, uh, this is going to bother me. They also had truffle fries. And so I was just like, oh, what if duck fat fries, but also truffle oil? And so I just asked them to add some truffle oil. And I was like, they're going to upcharge me on this. I just know it. And they didn't. Hmm. They did not. So that was very nice. I just got some free truffle oil oil on these fries. and I'm looking at my order instructions, and I clearly wrote this. Basically, just want duck fat truffle fries. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they printed out that comment. Um, and then I had a delicious uh, shrimp po'boy from this place as well <gasps> to go with the fries, because I'm not just eating fries, people. Um, the duck fat, fat fries... I'd like to try someplace else, if I'm being honest, because I don't know if this is how they're supposed to taste, frankly. They what were, was the taste? They were a little more greasy than I was expecting. And like, yes, I would expect duck fat fries to be kind of greasy because duck fat to me is like duck fat is duck is fattier mm-hmm. than like, you know, but um, not duck. yes but i didn't expect it to be this like greasy um so i think that that was kind of an issue um for me but the shrimp po' boy was delicious i would murder for a shrimp po' boy right about now so good they had like this um tomato chutney oh my god that just sounds too good oh my god yeah it was delicious. And then I had, there was like a, I had a really good pasta salad this week. Ooh. And I know that there's not Ooh. enough. That I, I think that one of like the biggest problems we face in our world today is that people don't highlight pasta salad enough. I would agree. What's your perfect pasta salad? Uh, see, it has, so it has pasta. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, tomato. Mm-hmm. Little bit of, uh, black olive some mm-hmm. some olives um not too heavy on the vinaigrette that's important i think that's it like very simple maybe like a little dusting of cheese oh interesting too much cheese what about cucumber now you're oh yeah cucumber. Okay. Okay. yeah what totally. about red onion or no it depends on what my stomach is doing that day fair fair yeah. fair, fair. <laughs> what about you what did I eat this week? Well, I... What's your perfect pasta salad? Oh, what's my perfect pasta salad? Um, 
Oh gosh, what is my perfect pasta salad? I'd say honestly, penne noodles, mm. feta cheese, cucumber, red onion, Italian dressing. Yeah, classic. Emily, do you have a pasta salad preference? Um, I like a pesto pasta salad. Ooh, yes. 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 Um, yes. and I like. Mitch. I don't remember the name of the pasta shape, but it's like it's got it's sort of like squiggly. But it's like round, like the no, Scooby Doo noodles. It's not cavatappi. Oh, I, I do love it. I do love a cavatappi. I do love cavatappi. Is a great pasta. Cavatappi. Um, oh, but yeah, I love a pesto pasta salad. Yeah, me too. Why didn't I think of pesto? Damn, I don't know totally... if I've ever tried a pesto pasta salad. Pesto pasta salad. Pesto pasta salad. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of duck fat potatoes, these are the duck fat potatoes from a restaurant in Bushwick, Ooh. Brooklyn called La Garage, and they are insane. Those so, look delicious. Yeah, those sound great. What kind of sauce is with it? Um, I can't remember, but it was so good. Haley, I don't want to have to tell you again that it's pronounced sauce. <laughs> my god you literally can't take this little hobbit anywhere i am so sorry the house master <laughs> emily did you eat anything fun and exciting this week um i have had an insanely busy week um march madness has started um yeah. and i work uh for a website that covers sports um wow. so it's been very busy so i've been watching a lot of basketball um a lot of women's college basketball in particular you know, um women. So, yes <laughs> just yaying women. no men's basketball here <laughs> <laughs> exactly um but i have gotten really into making smoothies i bought a blender really recently and i've gotten like deep into this so i make a smoothie every day and it's a really fun blender it's oh like a God. single serve blender but it also has the pitcher and it's also a food processor which i have an insanely small apartment so having a food processor that's also a blender, I'm just very excited about. Oh so I've been god. really into smoothies. Oh my god, I love you so much. <laughs> I I feel like every week I come here and I just want to talk about a mango smoothie. But then I'm just like Latanya, from where you get the smoothie, it's two ingredients. It's ice and it's mangoes. Right? Okay, that sounds fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so good. I love smoothies so much that I think I might have a prop, like an actual problem. <laughs> What's your perfect smoothie besides the mango and ice? Um, I love strawberries. So um, a strawberry mango smoothie mm -hmm. is pretty great. I, I like basically had a meltdown when they got rid of Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice has just kind of been cold. From Does Chicago. it not exist anymore? There, there are very few of them. It's called Jamba, though. They, 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 they rebranded. Excuse me. I know, I know. It's insane. What the fork? Yeah, I was gonna say the razzmatazz from Jamba Juice yes. is like what I grew up on. Yes, it's incredible. Razzmatazz is so good. Oh my god, I just want a razzmatazz now. I'm just gonna. <laughs> is that the thing that was always with Auntie Anne's, or am I making that up? Maybe that's no, Orange Julius. That's, yeah, that's mm -hmm. Orange Julius. That's fair. That yeah. is fair. Yeah, but any, just... like, I've been having, like, any slushied kind of thing, like an actual icy or... Like a frozen lemonade? It, just like a frozen <laughs> lemonade. McDonald's, like, the only reason to go to a McDonald's, as far as I'm concerned. Like, this is, 
the only reason I've gone to a McDonald's anytime recently is because they have these like uh uh high C like ICs. I don't know what they are. I don't know what sorcery is involved in making them, but it's just so freaking good. It's just like ice and high C. It's just like a snowball kind of. It's delicious. And I just go through and I'm like, I just want one of those. And they're like, that's what you came here for? And I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Damn. Don't serve it if you don't want me to have it. (laughs) I've been doing some vegetable experimentation this week. Oh, like vegetable husbandry or? (laughs) No, not quite like that. Not quite like that. Okay. Um, I made some eggplant parm this week. Uh, I feel like I've had it before. I've never made it before. It turned out really lovely. I just, you know, baked it with some parm. It was nice. I had a great time eating that. I love eggplant. I, I, it's not something I've had like a whole lot of. Um, and then when I was at the grocery store, there was some broccolini and I've never had broccolini. So I picked that up mm. and they had fennel. So I just grabbed it. Uh-oh. I know, Kurt's not here to yell at me. <laughs> um, but I like took what Kurt feels about fennel, which is that like he doesn't like it raw. I took that into consideration. I spent some time looking up like fennel recipes. Um, and it says like roast it. That's the best way to do it. So I roasted the broccolini, fennel, and some carrots. Just like tossed it in olive oil and garlic. <sighs> Spread it on a sheet pan, salt and pepper. Roasted it for like 25 minutes, pulled it out, sprinkled parm on all of it, put it back in. Or, you know, the broccolini only did like the 10 minutes of roasting because I thought it would char up too crazy if it was mm-hmm. the full 35. Um, it was delicious. The fennel was amazing. It was like, the, it tasted like spaghetti almost. Like it had like that rich, oh. deep flavor. It was really good. So I'm definitely going to go back to the roasted fennel um, pot in the future. And we had that with steak, which was really nice. Like just have like a bunch mm-hmm. of veg. And some steak um, for St. Patrick's Day. My grandmother had made some <laughs> meat pies, so we ate those with some gravy and some fries and the rest of broccolini. Um, I had a work lunch this week, and it was at a really delicious restaurant. And it had like <laughs> Ontario beef two ways, like a strip loin, pastrami spice strip loin, and then like short rib with some carrots and like piped mashed potatoes oh it was so good listen i'm never gonna pipe my mashed potatoes but i like when other people pipe them for me (laughs) boil them mash them stick them in a stew (laughs) grill them (laughs) grill them maybe don't grill them yeah the reason it's not in the song yeah not a grilling potato (laughs) anyway that's what i that's what i ate this week emily where else can people find you if you want them to find you, that is. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Shem. That's underscore S-C-H-E-M. Um, yeah, sort of it. And occasionally I pop up on podcasts here and there. It's great. Latanya, what do you what do you have going on this week? Emily, pop up on this podcast a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> pop on up on it. <laughs> oh yeah, Emily can't get rid of us now. Yeah, I like force her to come on and talk to me about <laughs> The Bachelor and Top Chef. <laughs> Mainly as like an excuse to hang out. <laughs> um, this week. Oh, where can people? Okay, so uh, 
we just put out our uh, our retrospective look at the last two seasons of the hit TV show Atlanta, which is returning on FX on March 24th um, and on Hulu the next day. Um, we will be recapping each episode each week, and it's going to be excited. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's me, Mari Forth, and Chappelle just chopping it up, being silly, um, having some fun with one of the most hilarious shows to be on television. Um, really excited that Atlanta is back and it's back for two more seasons. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, where else am I? Maybe that's it for this week. I don't have a lot going on. I'm also here. So. I mean, yeah. But if they've made it this far, they probably know that. <laughs> have they made it this far? No. Um, we have, though. If you've Look made it this far, please tweet at me at LK Starks uh, on, yeah, you know, Twitter. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at Stormborn1222. And uh, you know what? Bachelor is over finally until July. Wow. I don't know how I oh, got that. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. I'm truly shocked. So, <laughs> you know, this is just it for me for a while, which is, is nice and exciting. Um, as much as I love Amy and I miss her already. She's not dead. We just are not talking about The Bachelor. Um, and then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at strong underscore. Check out everything I have not been reading at <laughs> the, the Strong Library. <laughs> Um, maybe I'll get back into reading again soon. Just like I go through these ebbs and flows of going like hardcore and then being like, I can't fathom reading a single book. But you know, that's it. Um, and until next time, pack your knives and head on out. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.